Brazil knows rain. So for a country that brags about, but summarily destroys, one of the lushest rainforests on earth to have had a rainfall record for 110 years, that must have been one doozy of a downpour. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. But in a scene straight out of the horror movie, that is 2020. On January 24th, Brazil took that 110-year-old rainfall record to the woodshed. This day in weather history. A state of emergency was declared in over 100 cities across three states. The city of Belo Horizonte, host of 2014 World Cup soccer matches, saw 177 millimeters, that's over six and a half inches of rainfall, within a short 24-hour period between the 23rd and 24th of January. This blew away a record that had stood for 110 years. When the flooding finally subsided, the death toll had reached 70. Heavy rainfall began on the 17th of January 2020 and led to flash flooding to many houses and neighborhoods and landslides in the southeast of Brazil. By the 27th, the rain had largely eased off, but it was nowhere near done. In the state of Minas Gerais, more than 15,000 people were evacuated as a result of the heavy rain and flooding. 10,000 people were evacuated from Espirito Santo, along with 6,000 people from Rio de Janeiro. That brings us to the city of Belo Horizonte. This was the site of the most lopsided blowout loss in Brazil national soccer history when Germany put the boots to them by a final score of 7-1 in a semifinal match that sent Deutschland to the final that they went on to win against Argentina. That 7-1 final would not be the last soaking this area of Brazil would see because Belo endured that 171 millimeters of rain within that 24-hour period between January 23rd and 24th. And this was yet another record, for this was the highest rainfall total in 110 years. Sadly and tragically, the flooding and landslides in southeast Brazil killed at least 30 people while another 17 were reported missing or possibly drowned and 2,600 evacuated from their homes. In all, about 40 municipalities in Brazil's second most populous state were very badly hit. The floods and landslides came on the first anniversary of the dam collapse near the town of Brumadino, southwest of Belo Horizonte, that killed 270 people in that event. Forests were destroyed and rivers polluted in what was Brazil's worst industrial accident. There were over 100 cities across three states that declared a state of emergency. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro announced that he was sending the Brazilian armed forces to help out with rescue and logistics in the affected regions. Things I pay attention to in my world include coffee. And Brazil is the world's largest coffee producer. One of the largest regions in Brazil for coffee harvesting is Minas Gerais. On January 30th, President Bolsonaro visited affected parts of this region, and in particular the large coffee fields, which had been largely unaffected by the flooding, according to the farmers. And as a footnote to this tale of torrential rain, heavy downpours continued into February and spread towards parts of neighboring Paraguay. The southern Brazilian regions of Paraná, Sao Paulo, and Mato Grosso do Sul had the highest rates of flooding. Tweets that surfaced from the Brazil Military Fire Brigade showed horrific video of cars and trucks being washed away in the flooding like they were simple children's toys. The water flowed simply too fast. Nothing stood a chance against it. Anyone caught in the deluge was in danger of drowning or actually being hit by a car. It was as complete a wipeout of a region in a country as you could get. 
and it was a two-day deluge that included this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January 25th, and this is a day that I am so excited to talk about because it does commemorate the first Winter Olympic Games. Now, I'm excited because it truly is the only thing that gets me through the tough months of January and February every four years. It includes the coolest sporting events I think I've ever seen, and because it's just so awful outside and cold, this is an amazing way to spend a couple of weeks just sitting for days in front of the television and watching sports. Doesn't sound as cool when I say it out loud. This was the first of its kind, and it was a lavish event in the oh-so-glamorous French Alps. 16 countries gathered to compete in sports like figure skating, speed skating, hockey, curling, and so many more, and it started on January 25th in 1924. This Day in Weather History, with me, your host, Chris May.